to this week's show jealousy the effects welcome to zero to hero <clears throat> the new name for the podcast zero to hero and this week's episode is jealousy the effects and this comes from <clears throat> again i saw a post i think it's a reel i'll be old-fashioned so i don't really understand these reels just i think they're short clips of videos and um i saw this one and not the sort of thing I normally watch, but it was a, a young woman. I don't know her age. May have been in her twenties by the look of it. Uh, may have been late teens, early twenties. And it just showed the transformation from her being quite overweight to then being a kind of a fitness model on stage, like a not necessarily a bodybuilder, but she had a, a, a very toned body. And you wouldn't recognize her. You would not recognize her. It's like, wow, that's, that is some kind of transformation. How the hell did she do that? Anyway, so I clicked on it. I thought, oh, what I love, I, this is why zero to hero. I love people that go from somewhere and then just get on with it and transpire and achieve greatness, whether that is losing all that weight, whether that is becoming super financially successful, whether... Uh, pioneer of, of something their chosen field you know that is the zero to hero and this woman she um said okay look i've yes i realize i'm overweight quite overweight and i've asked for uh, gastric bypass surgery so to help me out and they said no okay i think it's because she wasn't overweight enough <laughs> it's okay that makes sense so, yeah, excuse me, I'm just sipping water, my DMSO hydrogenated water every now and then. Lovely. Um, yeah, so she was refused gastric bypass surgery. So I thought, right, stuff it. I'm going to have to do it myself. And this is the great attitude. This is it. Most people give up. Most people give up. If they don't get what they want, they give up. And it's only the champions that go, well, I'm going to have to do it myself. And sometimes they only do it when life says no. And uh, so then there was videos of her on a punch bag in a gym, like punching it. And she's quite overweight again, as I said, hitting this bag, hitting this bag. Not with great strength because of her weight and her arms. She was just, you know, doing what she could do. And that's all you do. Do what you can do at the time. So therefore, she kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going, kept working out, working out, working out. And I, I can't remember how long it took. It wasn't like years and years and years. It may have been, I don't know, eight, no, three years. Sorry, three years. She worked out for three years consistently. And then when you saw her body, the, the, the transformation, uh, transformation is like, oh my God, look at that, wow. Wow, you wouldn't even recognize her. 
because of all you know like if people have got great big chubby faces and double chins or triple chins in her case quadruple chins um and they're gone face looks completely different as well and i thought that oh, i love that i love that where someone's just gone no i'm doing this and dedicated themselves their life to doing it and achieved exactly what they wanted <laughs> it's not rocket science and um so anyway, she had darker skin now and tattoos now, um, you know, and I suppose she felt really good. Oh, do you know, I now can have a tattoo. Now I'm going to look after myself. Now, now I'm going to have, whether it's fake tan, I don't know, whether she's sunbed, I don't know. That doesn't matter. But she feels really good about herself. And she has done the work that's made her feel really good about herself. No one else. And um, I looked at the comments Oh my word! You, you just you wouldn't believe it. Rather than going, that's amazing. How did you do it? What was your uh, exercise regime? What did you eat? What did you not eat? What you know for people to find out how? No, it was all jealousy. Most of it was jealousy. You had the odd comment that was quite nice, but most of it was jealousy from men and women. Going, oh look, it's not even her. It's not real. It's not real. She's got tattoos now. It's like. Where's your intelligence? She's decided to have tattoos. That's her choice. She's decided to tan her body up. That's her choice. But to say it's not her. And um, people say, oh, yeah, with all that excess skin, she would have had it cut off. You know? Ugh. They're moaning, oh, yeah, I bet she, bet she would have had to cut that, that excess skin off. And she replied, going, yes, I did, thanks. Yes, I did. She's not lying or misleading anyone. She's got, yeah, I did. Yeah, I've done this. Yeah, I've done that. And people are really, really hating on her. And um and I thought, and I like I like to stick up for the underdogs. Even though she handled it well on herself. It's like, wow, she's she can do this herself. Look, this young woman who's severely overweight has decided to do it herself taken three years to do it completely transformed her body yeah she cut the skin on her stomach so what so what and got tattoos and and living her life and the jealousy absolute jealousy and she went no it is me you can actually follow my story look go here click on this link and you follow my story and i clicked on the link and she showed you her working out in the gym, doing this. I went from this. This is what I was. And showing her videos of her talking into a camera when she was really overweight and then her journey through. And I thought, wow, that 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 young woman, that is a role model. That is a role model. She's gone from zero to hero. And to me, it's stories like this that should be shown to to young women to say look look you might feel crap you might feel down you may be overweight you may i don't know whatever feel depressed but look what you can achieve when you turn your thought processes around and dedicate your life to it to become the person that you want to become that that's a role model but for everyone to have course you know put hate on her but she batted it off and I think because she was so confident, because she thought, I've put the work in, I've done this, 
you wasn't there to support me and you're still in the same hateful positions in your life, going nowhere. She didn't ooze arrogance. She oozed really lovely confidence, really lovely confidence. And I was really impressed. I was really impressed. Not, not you know, not that she would care whether I'm impressed or not, but um, I love that. They're the stories I love. I really love it. People just getting on with it and doing it. And the jealousy, the effects of the jealousy motivated her even more. Motivated, you know, I don't care what you're saying. You can be jealous as you like. I'm still going this way. This is the path I'm going on. I'm here. You are not going to distract me. And this is it. it it's you get, you get jealousy everywhere. And I'm sure you've all experienced it in one form or another. And usually when you experience jealousy, it knocks you, it knocks your confidence. And you think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide away. I'm going to go back into my shell. I'm going to retreat back into my cave. <clears throat> no one likes me. No one does this. And, and you start feeling sorry for yourself and, uh, and you retreat. And therefore, they've stolen your dreams. They're called the dream stealers, the naysayers. And they've affected your life. But here's the hard bit. You've let them affect your life. And that's the bit that people don't want to face. And this is why you'll hear people making tons and tons of excuses why they couldn't do anything, why they have no money, why they're overweight, why they're in a crappy job, why they're in a crappy relationship or can't find anyone. There's excuse after excuse after excuse. And it's the fear that's creeping in, the fear of being judged. Um, and when you experience it, lots and lots, especially from family, friends, your own community, you become a hermit. Or you can become a hermit, or you can do what this young lady did and become a champion. So I ask you this. Next time... Again, this is it. Then stops. Sorry, this jealousy stops people from then trying again. It really does. This jealousy stops people in their tracks. In in all walks of life, they go right. Actually, I, I need more money. I want more money. And and you look at comments. You put up a post saying, oh, you know, who wants more money? Yeah, I wish. I wish. And you can see it's a defeatist attitude, a victimhood attitude. Oh, I wish, oh, if only, maybe one day if I win the lottery. It's like, look at that attitude. And then when someone does achieve it, then the daggers come out. Oh, yeah, but it's because you've done this. Oh, yeah, it's because of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all right for you. It's okay for you. You've got the money. You can say that. It's like, never used to have it, <laughs> you know? And um, this is it. So... Jealousy, the effects, depend on you. <clears throat> Excuse me. They depend on you and your attitude and your determination and your seriousness of where you wish to go in life and what you want out of life. And my old nan, God bless her, even though we didn't get on when she was alive, something she said when I was young, well, she said a few things when I was young that have always stuck in my mind. 
one with money she said spend some save some and i used to take the piss out of her i used to do a little ditty going spend some save some spend some save some <clears throat> and i'd always take the piss and i'd always spend my money on shit loads of shit that's like oh fuck oh excuse my language <clears throat> a little bit open there oh no i've got no money oh no Oh, yeah. And then I fell into that trap. Oh, yeah, it's right for them. They've got this. They've done that. Oh, I was the same. I was the same. And it's only when you surround yourself with people that are not the same as you, because you have to be careful of um, being stuck in a, an echo chamber of the same sort of people, the same like-minded people. They say surround yourself with like-minded people. <clears throat> this is where you've got to be careful of what your mind is actually doing and thinking. Most people surround themselves with like-minded people and they're negative dream stealers, naysayers. So those same conditioned thoughts will be going around in your mind. And I thought, oh, shit, my name was right. And then I read a book. And I joined particular circles, not spiritual ones, but business ones. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm gonna get, I've got to change my life. And I was told to get a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. And it was a book, a story from obviously biblical times. And I read it. And it was like, yeah, the richest man wasn't the king. It was this man who put away 10% of this and he'd done that and he'd done that. And it was like, okay, right, that's really eye-opening. Why didn't I have this book as a kid? As a kid, I suppose I wouldn't be interested because my parents weren't interested and now, my dad was a hoarder. He'd hoard his money. He was like Scrooge. He was Scrooge. He had very, very uh, short arms and deep pockets. <clears throat> so he, <laughs> he lived like a pauper. I would love to have seen his bank account because he would then, you know, when he had a few to drink, he'd break how much money he was earning in the 70s, 80s. I mean, a lot of money. A hell of a lot of money. I couldn't contemplate it. You know, as a kid, but he was earning more money in the seventies and eighties than what most people are earning now, and we never saw it. We never saw it in a council house, you know, beans on toast, all the work, you know, the works, spam, <laughs> and he never done anything with the money. He never invested. He ne never, because um, he had a very comfortable life. Had a very comfortable life. And again, this is another podcast about comfort zones. Keeps you happy where you are. So yeah, learning about the, the spend some, save some, put some money away to do this, invest. And it's only if you're surrounding yourself with people that will help you. No, what you need to do is do this. And you can see their success. Okay, right. Listening to people that have done it. And... Um, yeah, my old nan said, <clears throat> she goes, right. She believed that when you're born, you're dealt a certain hand of cards, but it's how you play them. And that stuck with me for years. I thought, and as a kid, you're going, what the hell she know about playing cards? She doesn't never play cards. <laughs> you know, I completely misinterpreted what she said. It's like, she's never played cards. I mean, we played Uno once when um, I visited her in Spain. And her friend had a pack of cards Uno. I never played that before. And we was playing it. And my nan was getting jealous. 
she was getting jealous of her friend and how well I got on with her friend. She was playing Uno. I thought, oh, I like this game. Oh, this is interesting. And then her friend started opening up and saying, yeah, I'm here in Spain. I'm buying properties off plan and then selling them even before they're built. So what were you talking about? What are you on about? What do you mean buying properties off plan and then selling them before they're even built? What do you mean? Well, you do this as you know, you, you get the um, you know, the developers, blah blah blah, they sell the plots even before foundations have even been made, a brick's been laid. Really? No. Yeah. And she we was talking about it, and I was, I was so intrigued by it. And she said, Yeah, and then I'll sell it for so many thousands more. Um when the planning permission has been given, given given, uh, been put my teeth in, been given or whatever stage it was before they're coming up for launch to sale, because you can have a pre-sale sale. So, oh my God, I'm intrigued. And that's why I love learning new things. I love it. And my nan was getting so jealous. And I thought, oh, I need to be around you. I want to ask you more questions. I've got all these burning questions. That would suit me down to the ground. You know, you're earning money by buying plots of land or what the developers are selling off because they need the money to then reinvest to get the building works done. All right, so how, that's how that works. Wow, okay. My name wouldn't put me in contact with her. No, don't listen to her. She's she's off with the fairies. She's like, yeah, don't listen to her. You, know, you make sure you do this. And my name was extremely frugal as well. And I suppose that's why my dad was. Very frugal. I mean, you got to understand from the, the, the older generation that when they went through World War II, rationing, ration books, um refugees where they'd go to Wales, whatever to get out of London, stop being bombed. You know, you can look back and understand that. But as we develop, as we grow, we haven't had that hardship. So our thought processes shouldn't be the same as that. We can respect it and say, yeah, I respect that. I really do. But I'm going to be going this way. And I found that family just did whatever they could to hold me back. They did whatever they could ridicule, put-downs, <clears throat> the full works. Yeah, and even a, a, a much, much larger betrayal later on in life. Um, yeah, so... This is it. So, But for, for her to say, you're dealt a certain hand of cards when you're born, but it's how you play it. I mean, mistaking it for a card game, which I suppose it is really. And then her not utilising that. Her not doing it herself. And that's where we clashed. Because I then, it, it stuck in the back of my mind, and this is why it's great to hear little nuggets, and maybe that nugget right there could change your life forever. Could absolutely change your life forever. Go, actually, yeah, you know, yeah, some people may have to work harder for things, and some people may get it handed to them on a plate. Doesn't matter. You've got your uh, deck of cards. You do what you can with them. If someone's got a deck of cards and they've all got they've got four aces, there's not much you can do about it. You can get jealous and go, bastards, look at that. Look, you know, when when you had, you know, some kids at school, the odd kid, there wasn't many, that had everything, the designer clothes, this, that, and the other, when they started driving brand new cars. Like, have you got a brand new car? Have you got that? Oh, I'm jealous. Oh, I've only got this clapped out old banger. You know, it keeps breaking down. I mean, in the rain. Um you think, well, how comes that? It's all about focusing on you, not what anyone else has got. 
And it, it's, I would, when I started getting into property many, many years ago because of this, this, this woman and, and other things, I thought, oh, I need to do that. I'm not in it anymore. Um, that's a different reason why that happened, but the betrayal of family. Um, but yeah, it was a great learning curve for me, a massive learning curve. And by thinking outside the box and then surrounding myself by people who had similar goals and wanted similar achievements, and that's where you, you go, you go to learn. You know, if, if I want to become a champion horse rider, I don't go in a pub and listen to people moaning about what's on the news in, in the local papers and on social media. I go, right, oh, where do I need to go? I need to go to the best stables. I need to go to the where's the best horse ride? Right, I need to go, right, I need to go around there. I need to hang around with them. I need to do what they do. Oh, shit, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Well, I've got to do that. I'm going to wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I've got to muck the horses out. Oh, I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to ride champion horses. Well, that's the path you've got to go. You have to do this. Learn about the horses. By the way, I know nothing about horses. Um, this is just an example. I have to do this. Right, I've got to shoe them. I've got to do, I don't know, horsey things. You know, um, right now I can ride them. That oh, this horse, right, this horse isn't so good at that, so I need that horse. Oh, I've got to retrain that horse, or and, and you know, and that's with everything, everything. You know, your mindset is everything. You want more money, you're going to have to change your money mindset. You want better health, you're going to have to change your health mindset. Um. You know, relationships, if you've, got, if you've had crap, crappy relationships or you're not in a relationship, you've got to change your relationship mindset. And it's setting yourself a goal and going, right, that's the goal I wish, wish to achieve. And especially here in the UK, people don't goal set. They really don't. They just, with most people, they just get on with the, the cards they're dealt and don't even look at their cards. You know, they just get on with it. Go, oh, okay, right, just go, job, nine to five, do this, yeah, yeah. Work, go home, have dinner, sort the kids out, go to bed, wake up, sort the kids out, tap to school, go to work, come home, sort the kids out, dinner. So it's the same, same, same routine. But then when, when you look, it's... There's a lot of women out there right now that are cracking it they are doing fantastically they really are i'm learning a lot from women women high achievers that are just getting on with it again yeah single mum doing this i realized that they've got no help from the father or whatever well the relationship's got it's got to shit and uh i'm i'm responsible for this and they go out and do this and they do that and they do that and it's like wow now they've got this great big house got a lovely car they've got this and now they're traveling around the world they're doing this and it's shit how did you do that or and then a lot of women will go oh well, they're lucky do you know their story do you know their story what they had to go through look at um tina turner sure you know watch the tina to uh, tina tawny tina tawny <laughs> tina turner story watch that watch it and, and what um, Ike Turner did to her, it was, it was cruel, absolutely cruel and vile. But she took that experience, turned it around, and became a megastar. 
And it is difficult when all you're hearing is excuse off excuse and moan and we maybe one day I don't hear it and and I don't know, it may be arrogant of me, but I tend to close off. I put my hands over my ears or well, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Get on with it. I think nowadays the end of talk is over. Talking is over. It's old hat. It's old fashioned. It's action. Get on with it. And what you find is, see if you notice this pattern with people, and maybe yourself, is most people find a, a problem to every solution, rather than finding a solution to every problem. They're putting problems in front of problems, which is stopping them achieving. Oh, it's because of this. Oh, it's because I'm overweight. Oh, it's because I've got no money. It's uh, the amount of people I've seen go from nothing to fantastic wealth. From having nothing. Um, someone I know, Neville Wright, he's I've done a couple of podcasts with him. And if you look, scroll down, scroll down to Neville Wright, scroll down. This man <laughs> he achieved, well, he has achieved, he's still doing it. He's, he's such an inspiring role model that he he um, bought the book out. How went from 39p to 100 million well that wasn't the name of the book that's his catchphrase his book is actually called um the answer is yes now what's the question and his attitude is phenomenal absolutely phenomenal and he's one of these guys that just got on with it just got on with it and owned kiddie care which is like mother care great big child clothing chain uh sold it for 100 million and he's still carrying on, still doing properties, still doing this. And he's a fantastic down-to-earth guy. Absolutely down-to-earth. If you met him in the street, you'd never know what he's achieved. Because he doesn't brag about it. He just gets on with life. Beautiful photos and videos of his wife for him on the beach with the grandchildren and doing stuff. It's like, I mean, this is the beach in England, so not like Florida or, uh, <clears throat> you know, California. It's, yeah, it's wind, windy, it's pissing down the rain, it's this, it's cold. Yeah, we're on the beach having fun, we're doing this. And fantastic attitude. I really admire him, I really do. Um, and it was such a, a lovely experience to have him on the podcast. And we spoke for two hours. That's why it's in two parts. And you can get his book, get his book. Go on, I think it's on Amazon. No, go on his website, go on his website. Please um, just listen to the podcast. And... Get rid of any jealousy. Get rid of it. Because this guy just did it. 39p. Went into the dole office. He needed money. Another child on the way. Needed money. Said, please, can I have a... I think it's another two pounds a week. Two pounds. Right? And uh, they said no. And again, this is the thing. This links with the lady in the beginning who wanted to lose the weight. She was told no. Never was told no. Now, you imagine if... They were told yes. Ooh. Actually, I might get him on. I might do another podcast with him and say, how would your life have been if they'd have said yes? I'm going to ask him that question, actually. This is what I mean by surrounding yourself by like-minded people with someone like Neville. And uh, and I met him years ago at a, a property event. And I was so inspired. All the others pretending to be wealthy, all the others doing this, he didn't... He didn't say, oh, I'm mega rich, I'm this and the other. He just explained his story. And that was it. And that's what inspired me. So if 
the woman in the Dole office had said yes, he wouldn't have had that 100 million empire. But instead, rather than going home moaning and whinging, like most people do, oh, uh, well, we're going to, well, that's it. No good, can't do anything. He looked in his pocket, 39p, and he went, I need to earn money to support my family. I need to support my family. What do I do? He went out and bought a rag, <laughs> a window cleaning rag. And I think, oh, memory serves, it's a while ago. You'll you see it's all in his book. I think he borrowed ladders from his dad. I'm not sure, I can't remember. He'll clarify that if he watches this. And uh, yeah, he just went out knocking. Uh, Can I clean your windows? Yeah, sure. Okay, do that. Got his ladder, clean the windows. A little bit of money. Anything else you need doing? Well, what do you mean? Is there any jobs you need doing? Uh, sorry. I just, <clears throat> getting overcome with emotion because I just love these stories. I just love it. And uh, the woman went, can you mend fences? Yes. And he thought, I haven't got a clue how to mend a fence. I just had to say yes. <laughs> Hence, and explains it in the podcast, which I highly recommend you watch. I just thought, yes, I needed the money. So yes, I'll learn how to do it. I'll learn how to do it. Richard Branson said exactly the same thing. Yep, I can do it. Then he'd go and find out how to do it. What a phenomenal attitude. And that's how he started. And then him and his wife started working in things, uh, second-hand prams and whatever, and doing this and starting up. They had a real hard slog. Real, real hard slog. But got there. And he's still carrying on, believe it or not. You know, he's in his 70s now, still carrying on. And it's it's that desire. No, I want to do this. And And, listen to this, and he's dyslexic. And he's got ADHD. So all these people using labels, oh, I'm autistic, oh, I've got ADHD, oh, I can't read or write. So fucking what? Put those excuses away and just get on with it. Fuck all the jealousy off. Excuse my language, but when I get passionate about things, it tends to go that way. Fuck the jealousy off. You don't need it. Use it to propel you forwards. Use it to propel you forwards. And your life will change for the better beyond your wildest dreams. Follow those that inspire you. Follow, learn from their examples, learn from their mistakes, ask them questions. You know, this is it. This guy is worth, well, sold his business for over 100 million years ago still in property developments, properties abroad, properties this, you know. You can ask him a question. If you're on my friends list on Facebook, he comments on there. He comments on my posts. And again, I'm getting emotional again. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it's <clears throat> when you've gone through so much struggle in life, and I mean, and I know a lot of you can relate to this, I know you can. So much struggle. You keep on and, and you've lost family, friends, relationships. 
And it's like, oh my God, I just want the best out of life. And I want people around me to have the best out of life too. Come on, we can all do this together. And instead of them helping you and getting stuck in, they bring you down. They want to bring you down. The jealousy. And you struggle and struggle and struggle. And my family would be really shit. Oh, you're this, you're that. La, la, la. So, God. And then for someone like Neville to comment on a post of mine saying, this is why I'm glad to be connected with Grant Hicks. Fucking hell. What the fuck? Wow. 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 Oh, fuck. Mark Roy. Shit. Sorry. <clears throat> that is a big um, emotional trigger for me. Really is. Because I suppose trying to get on in life and having this so much hate, so much jealousy directed. And this is not just my family and friends, it's from the spiritual community, from everywhere. When you try and push through the boundaries and you say to people, no, you're letting your thoughts hold you back. They hate it. They hate it. And they'll bad mouth you, they'll run you down. And then, as I said earlier, this is where you've got to use it to propel you forwards rather than let it drag you back. So when someone like Neville Wright, it's like, yeah, if, if someone like, I don't know, Grant Cardone or Gary Vaynerchuk or whatever his name is, Vaynerchuk, all these highly successful multi-multi-millionaire people, sometimes they do it, and sometimes they can come across as being a bit fake. They know how to play the audience. Someone like Neville, who is as down-to-earth as you or I, as you or I, is as down-to-earth, and someone who's achieved such phenomenal greatness. And what he does with his money, and he still helps people, still helps young people, he, he coaches people. A comment like that. Wow. And to you it might go, well, so what? But, you know. Until you walk in someone else's shoes and have had their experiences, then you'll understand. So what that comment did... Because I was feeling very low, thinking, fuck's sake, oh, this is happening, that's happening, all this shit's going on. Oh, you, you know, you just, sometimes you want to give up. It's like, oh, what's the point? What is the point in doing all this? And a comment like that is like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Someone like that is glad to be connected. Shit, fucking hell. So if my comments... And my words are having a positive effect on someone like that. That means I can affect others. I can help others. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing it. And I don't do it for comments. I don't do it for likes. I do it because I love doing it. I'm so passionate about helping others. I really am. Um... But you've got to get your excuses out of the way first. You have no time for the excuses. So, whew, blimey, I didn't realise it was going to go that way. <clears throat> I do apologise if uh, maybe a bit emotional there. It was a bit, <clears throat> a bit too much. Um, yeah, so, um, wow. Whew. So that is a, a zero to hero. That's what I mean by these people being zero to hero. They're, they're taken... Uh, the, the cards have been dealt, which in the beginning have been really shit. 
and said, do you know what? Stuff it. <laughs> They're my cards. But I'm gonna I'm gonna move them here, I'm gonna move them there, and I'm gonna do this because this is what I really, really am passionate about changing. And you can all do this. Trust me, trust me, trust me. You can all do this. You can all achieve exactly what you want. Don't make them dreams. Don't keep them as dreams. Treat them as goals and go, right, I want that. What do I need to get there? What do I need to achieve that? I need to achieve a thousand pounds, a thousand dollars a month. I need to achieve five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. I need to achieve that. Okay. What do you need to get there? I need to get fit because look, my belly's really uh, I'm oh, I feel so lethargic. Okay. So you want to be this, you want to lose two stone, five stone, whatever it is. What do you need to do to get there and work on it? I'm lonely. I've got no one to talk to. Oh, I've got such a big heart, but no one wants me. Whoa, hold on a minute. People do want you. They just don't want your attitude. Because the attitude will bring them down. So you think, I want to be happy. I want to do this. How do you do that? You've got to work on yourself. What areas of my life do I need to change? What is my outlook? Why do I, Am I jealous of others that are achieving success? Am I bringing others down? And this is the hard, hard truth. It starts within. You have to look at yourself, your actions, your words you use, the people you're hanging around with, what you're watching, what you're following. You know? So, if you would like, it's not if, I know you do. <laughs> you want more inspiration. You want more empowerment. You want to just go, ah, oh, fuck this, I want to do this, I'm going to do this. And you want help with that. Join my Facebook group. Join my Facebook group. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Some of you will already be in it. I've completely revamped it. As you know, for those of you that listen to this and are in the group, completely revamping it. It's just the beginning. So you're, you come in now, you're at the beginning. All right? And there's going to be empowerment spiritual guidance, talking about healing, um, loads of things, all right? All I ask is leave your excuses at the door and come in with an open mind, all right? Because it's a vibrational thing, a frequency thing. And once you're operating on that frequency, that resonance, your life will change. So come and join us in the group. All right, you take care, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it and chat real soon. Bye-bye.